seriously, Owen. It's just a regular show about the regular show. And to those who dare, we are about to undergo a Tuesday night ritual. Karaoke? No, bro. That's Wednesday. What day is today? Uh, October? October is a month, you idiot. Today is the third. Whatever. Just, just tell a freaking story, Pops. Sometimes things are as scary as Jebediah Townhouse. Sometimes they're even more terrifying. Like a grandfather spitting tobacco juice into an unpolished pot. Or even worse, an uncle spitting tobacco into an empty brownie soda bottle. Submitted for the approval of the Twilight Sobriety. I present to you Whoosh. the Liliquy of the Sorrow Bringing Spittoon. What the crap? Oh, Advada, this jerk. No way, bro. Not me. We're doing something really important here. What do you want? Oh, hey. Hey, there you are. You think I could hang these flies up in your little shanty here? What are they? Oh, they're, uh, the flies for the new restaurant I'm opening up across the road. What? You can't open a restaurant across the road. I can, and I will. If bums can do it, I'll do it too. The dollar she holler. You can't do that. We already got a restaurant uh, here. Get your own gimmick. Look, I'm doing it. You can't stop me, so I'm just going to take my fly here, hang it up in the window, and if anybody comes in here wanting to eat here, just send them across the road. You don't have to mention that you got roaches. Just tell them that I don't, okay? We don't have cockroaches. Yet. But just give it a few days, and my guy will be over here to set you up real good, okay? Shut up, slap jockey. You can't compete with us. We've got a fine brick and mortar establishment with Stan in the back frying the fries and Ben Tramer raising the steaks. Yeah, he cooks them too. Yeah, yeah, that too. And we've got the Mausoleys Playground house band. And nobody's better than them, Buster. Uh-huh. Well, it's not top quality, but you may do with what you got. So don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. I'll tell nobody these seat coverings are pleather and not a real leather. Say that again, I'll tell you. Anyway... I can't compete with you because I have a fine dining establishment across the road. Oh, no, that's a better location. I sell food cheaper than you. Oh, no, I can do math. And I have a house band that just so happens to share the same name as the restaurant. Yeah, well, do you got dogs that bark nonstop and won't shut their faces at your fine dining establishment, too? No, I didn't think so. See, we have the real authentic dining experience. What's this name of this little... Bodegas that you're opening up anyway. Well, thank you for asking. Although a little earlier was probably been more polite. But beans, you must know, we are the crushing melons. Oh, yeah? Well, let me guess. You, you sound like if you ordered somebody off Wish.com, off of Wish.com. What? No, that's horrible marketing. Now, you see, well, what you get when you cross the Smashing Pumpkins with Gallagher. Holy crap, man, that's genius. I know. I don't know what we're going to do, no, Simon. Wait, I think I can get him. Yeah. Are you talking Atari Gallagher or the Commodore 64 Gallagher or the arcade cabinet wise guy? Not Gallagher. Gallagher. You know, Gallagher comes out and smashes the watermelon, shows all the inventions, whatnot. You know, whatever. Just, you should come out and visit us. It's pretty good. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No. We're going to come and watch the best of musicians. You don't want to taint our ears with bad music. But I'm good. Check me out. Let's see what you got. Are you well? Look, look. Here I go. Oh, crap. He's pretty good, man. 
Okay, yeah. I gotta admit, that, that's the best thing I've heard since Yoko Ono sings Africa. Thank you. That's obviously the song I was going for. It's the one I sang. You heard it. It's so good to be respected amongst my peers. Anyway, you should come out on Friday nights. That's Donkey Kong Gala. Oh, that's a bunch of malarkey if I ever heard it. That's some kind of copyright issue going on there. You can't have all three of those games at one time. No, 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 you idiot. It's Donkey Kong Gallagher edition. It's where the barrels turn into watermelons and you jump over them and you crush them with a hammer. Like Gallagher. Whatever, you're too stupid. Just come over on Friday night yeah, and well, give me your money. Don't count on it. We're, we're busy that day. Not. Like we are right now. We're doing something important. So, get out. Pop fire up the tape machine. We gotta stop this right now. This time on, it's just a regular show. Everybody's gotta, regular gotta show. get out. Okay, Pops, let's start. Kyle Wonka do to do that. And welcome to another episode. It's just regular time. Regular show. About the regular show. I'm, I'm Rob. With me as always. Other guy. How you doing, other guy? No time for your useless words. Nobody cares what you have to say. We've got a phone call coming in. Oh, yes. You're a rat. Let's pick him up. I'll take it. Hello? Uh, hey, this is the cook over at the Smashing Melons. You mean the Gentleman's Club? No, there is nothing gentleman about those establishments. Or that ramshackle excuse of a restaurant that I'm talking about. Oh, well... Why don't I'm you tell us your name? I'm talking about here, where I work as a... Oh, that, that's horrible. Why don't you tell us your name? Me? I'm a... Louis... Uh, Armstrong. I play oh the French horn. My friends call me Snatchmo. Oh, I yeah, think I've I'm, heard of you. I'm, I'm in the band. Oh, yeah. It's bad and, place. And you cook the fries. Yes, and bad place. I, I think that your show's bad. Yeah, that's, that's very well, Crushing melons. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, well, we've got another call. Okay. So we gotta go. Bye-bye. Sign my letters. I mean, Rob, why don't you take this call? I'll take this call. I, Rob, will take this call. Hello, listener. You're all the air. This is John. Likely story. What's your last name? John Cordell. I, I play the sousaphone in, in that band, the Crossing Melons. Oh, with Lewis? Oh my gosh, who would have thought? No, with, with that guy, yeah, well, no. He called us dumb. Oh, no, that, that don't sound like the Lewis I know. So, so the Lewis I know would have would played his French horn on the solo of, of 1970 Watermelon Wine. Yeah, well, I think that you are, are a, a thief of ideas, and... You're a meanie and an unpleasant person, and you guys just need to shut down your Ponzi scheme over there. Oh, I thought your show sucks, and this probably just some real guy sitting around talking to himself. Don't do it. I'm just improvising like all the good jazz musicians do. And I'm furthermore, I thought your breath stands, and you need to back up on the microphone because I'm trying to talk to you. Okay, okay, that's that's all the time we got for guest calls this week. Uh, uh, Maybe talk to you next week. Uh, we gotta get on to the, the regular show review. Uh, okay, hang it up the phone now. Bye. Golly, I don't know what that guy's problem was. Yeah, me either. 
Anyway, other guy, have you done anything retro lately? Well, no retro, but I've been watching the Hardy Boys on Hulu. It's really bad writing, but that's okay. I watch it anyway. Oh, well, do tell, do tell. I want to hear more about this. Oh, okay. Well, you know, the guy that played Frank Hardy, he's that guy that played the, the, the one guy on, on oh, yeah? the most recent Halloween movie. I changed my mind. I don't want to hear any more of this crap. Oh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. He's really bad in this, too. And it, all the writing, kind of bad, and they all make really stupid decisions. Then I better go for detectives. And, and I mean, kind of like Twin Peaks in a lot of ways, because nothing makes any sense, and they make the worst possible decisions of all time. You know, it's like, somebody kidnapped Dad. Okay, let's go walk in the room with all them people with loaded guns. Yeah. Okay, well, we might never get out of this crap. Get in there anyway. Lock the door. Well, that guy just betrayed me. Well, let's trust him again. And it, it a lot of ways like that. Season one is pretty good, though. Season two, uh, kind of crappy. I, I still haven't watched all season three, so I don't know. But one thing remains consistent. That guy played Frank Hardy. He's not doing that great of a job. Probably better than me, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I stuck, because I'm yeah, the other Yeah, because you're the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have a very good way of summarizing things, other guy. I must say. I mean, you suck, and, and, and your way of summarizing things suck, but I'm trying to be nice because I'm wrong. Anyway, moving on. We're going to do a regular show review now. Oh, no, no, no. Hold your horses. No, we're not, boy. We got us a sponsor this week. We do? Yes, yes. we do. I'm, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no. You go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, you see, other guy, that swanky cat, Bill Tetley, the fine purveyor of Tetley Tea, has decided to sponsor the show and kick off the new segment we are calling the Bill Tetley Power Hour. We have a good friend, Kmart, coming on to tell us his customer testimonial about Bill Tetley, Tetley Power Hour Tea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good good to be here. Yeah, oh, we don't need uh, that crap. Just, just tell him about oh, the tea. Okay. Well, uh, uh, it's tea, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, steep it in hot water. Interesting, I did not know that. Does it ever burn your mouth? Well, I mean, if it if it gets too hot... I, I, mean, I, can, could... I can answer that. Uh, uh, no, you see, because I've tried it too, and I can tell you that uh, Bill Tedley Power Hour Tea is mouth burn proof. You see, when Bill Tedley formed Bill Tedley Power Hour Tea, he was drinking tea with Uncle Rico of Placebo Supplements, and he was saying, Rico, my teeth are dry. And Uncle Rico said, hey, I think it's all in your mind. And he said, no, my teeth are really dry. I need me some Power Hour Tea to make my teeth not so dry. And Uncle Rico said, you know what, I think you're right. Maybe it's, maybe it's not in your mind. Maybe your teeth really are dry. And thus, Bill Tedley Power Hour Tea was formed. What an inspirational story! It makes me want to drink a cup right now. Do you have any hot water to sleep in there? There's no time, man. The Bill Tedley Power Hour is over. That's okay, because it also gives us time travel abilities. It does? Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, because that's when we went back in time to make the commercial. I robbed with the other guy made the, the commercial. And now it's time for the disclaimer. I'll claim you later on this commercial. Not true. And Bill Tedley Power Hour, make sure to use the discount code. Uh, the other guy sucks and me plays the greatest. Uh, my friend, the other guy's going to tell you the discount code. Uh, password. For is, uh, half a percent off. Yeah, the pa password. 
Beef Wellington. And I got stuck in a meat good stuff, and I really liked that, so I needed to place the meatball right off the floor for half a cent to scout. Password case sensitive. Bell Tetley Power, I will tell you. We don't know what it's good for, but it sure as heck does something. It gave me the crap. That's because it's also targeted for weight loss, and it's just time travel weight loss. You go back in time, and you... Look at that, the time's up. I thought this was the power hour. It ain't even been five minutes. What gives? Oh, that's the... How, how long's an hour? Uh, that, that... That, that, ah, uh, Rob, can tell Tom, that is, that's because the rest of the hour, any connoisseur of tea knows that the rest, the rest of the hour is the consumer drinking the tea and reflecting upon previous life choices and contemplating further ones. Uh, speaking of life choices, it's just a regular show about a regular show. Oh, yeah. So this week's episode is entitled, This Time. Just like that guy that does the, the fights, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this episode, it, it aired at some point during the season two run of regular show. Oh, yeah. And just to give you a cultural snapshot, the music that came out during this time period, well, it wasn't really important because Marcelli's Playground Hospital Tech and Candy hadn't put out any singles at this point. And the video games that came out, not really that important, because there were no Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle whoa, whoa, video games to be released. And What, are they a train uh, now? Are you still here? I, th- I thought you let... Go away. Yes, they train. Master Splitter trains them to sound like a train. Whoa, whoa! And, and movies, let's just be honest. Who watches movies anymore? Am, am I right? Ain't I right, other guy? Oh, yeah, of course you're right, Robert Ronan. You're always right, except for about that one time with the Thomas the Tank Engine movie crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Woo-woo! And Master Sweater just hit right in the sphincter with Master Sphincter's bow staff and Optimus Prime in there, and he'd dump a bucket of coal right in Thomas Tank Engine's shiny time station, and it'd give him the steam he needs to just Woo-woo! Right on down, that's right, boy. Yeah, and he's fighting the, the Cowboys, because they ain't not too, not the Dallas Cowboys, but the the bad guy cowboys that robbed the banks. Yeah, and G.I. Joe in there, too. And Master Shredder in the house, and he come in and say, Oh, boy, crying pork chop sandwiches. And then, and then Master Spencer like, What are you doing? Get out of this blankety blanket house. Don't you know you're going to burn this pooper to the ground? This part of John going to catch a fire. Get out of this freaking house. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That's the one where He-Man comes in later, and he's like, I am the engine turtle. Whoa, whoa. And he's driving a train. Oh, yeah, you saw that one too, then? Yes, I'm glad we agree on that. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. So anyway, this episode of the regular show starts off at the coffee shop. Well, hang, hang on, t- tell me this. What would you think about that part of that movie where the cowbell driving the Model T? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fine. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, so anyway... This episode of the regular show starts so, off. So, what's, the... what's it talk about? The Jeff Rotor song, you know, shuffling mad, that locomotive breath song, you know, and the shuffling madness. And the sister Thundercat standing there dancing on a train. I thought it was about as good as the part with the Smurfs. I swear, Rob, sometimes I think you just never shut up. We gotta start talking about the regular show. So, this episode of the regular show. 
starts off in the coffee shop, you see, and it's this, it's this commercial, okay, for this horror movie called Zombie Dinner Party, and it says, blood, guts, dinner, and then, and then an arm reaches to the wall and grabs a guy and it says, zombie dinner party, and, and then the camera cuts to Mordecai and he's looking up the screen and go, whoa, that look awesome. And then Ruby says, I'm glad you think so, because I got two tickets for me and my bro to go see it. And it's like, whoa, and Lord can do. I actually got two tickets of Pajama Sisters to see with Margaret. Yeah, this is obviously a reference to Sisterhood of the Flying Y'all Y'all Pants or whatever it's called. And, and Mitt Rigby's like, oh, totally. why would you go see that? That's a total chick flick. And not even the good kind. They're just going to sit around and talk about their feelings. With their clothes on. Well, hello, McFly. I would hope so. Why else would it be called Pajama Sisters? Jeez. And then, and then Mordecai is just like, look, no, I'm going to see it with Margaret, okay? Yeah, and then Margaret came out and she said, okay, guys, I almost got your food ready. And then Mordecai like, hey, Margaret, I got to ask you something. I, uh, uh, uh. And I'm going to ask you to see Pajama Pants Sister too, but he can't because he's all turned tied. And then Ruby said, look, you're going to have to excuse my friend. He's having a hard time. Espresso in himself and hold up his coffee and she go, oh, you're so funny. And I said, that's okay, that's okay. And then she come back out with a salad and lay it in front of Ruby and then Mordecai like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, well then, then <laughs> what happens is, and she's like, oh, I don't know, I can't, blah, 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 blah. and then Rigby's like, look, Margaret, looks like you got a full plate, and he holds up the salad, and she's like, oh, Rigby, you're so funny, and she's like, I can't go, I've got to, I've got to move from my place in an hour, and the Mordecai's like, oh, I can help you do that, Margaret, and Rigby says, hey, Margaret, I can help you do that, too, I'm sure it'll be a moving experience for all of us, and then she goes, oh, you're so funny, Rigby, and then walks off, and then Mordecai kicks Rigby off the table, and he goes, what, and Mordecai goes, nothing. And then he goes, oh, I see. You're jealous. Yeah, so you're just jealous because I'm at Margaret laughing. and you just sit there going, uh, uh, uh. And then the scene cuts, and they go to Margaret's place, and it's this apartment complex, and the Mordecai putting all the boxes in the back of this U-Haul truck or whatever name-brand movement truck you want to insert there. And he's going, just do it. Just do it. And he walk over and say, look, Margaret, I was wondering if maybe, and then he points at a box on the ground and says, you want me to pick up that box for you? And she goes, okay, but be careful, it's really heavy. And he picked it up by himself and he about to strain his back. She goes, you need some help? He goes, oh, no, I, I got it, I got it. And then Ruby says, hey, Margaret, look. And he takes an empty box and he stands up and he goes, boxes are broke. Ruby says, no. He says, ribs are boxes. And he pulls them up to his legs. And she goes, oh, ha, ha, you're so funny, Ruby. How could you get that line with a amateur owl? You shut up, I'm trying to. You know my mommy ain't been that same Oh, sure, blame the kid. But the doctor who smacked you because you were so ugly when you are born gets a free pass, huh? Well, I mean, she is a doctor. Whatever. I anyway, Mordecai's like, dude, Rigby, quit messing around trying to make my move on Margaret. And he says, whatever, dude, you're never going to make a move on Margaret. He says, I am too. And he's like, no, you're not. You're not. And then Margaret comes out. And he's like, hey, Margaret, want to see something cool? Bam! Two tickets to zombie dinner party. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you got tickets. And he says, yeah, you want to go with me? She says, fine, I'll go with you. Mordecai, you want to go too? And then Rigby says, Mordecai can't go because I only got two tickets. And he rolls them up in his face. And then Mordecai says, no, 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 it's it's fine. It's fine. You still go and have a good time. 
And then Margaret says, okay, Rigby, I'll see you at eight then. And then he's like, fine, look, dude. After she walks off, he says, fine, look, dude, just call it off with her. I'll go to that stupid movie with you. And he's like, no, you ain't going, sucker. You had your chance and you blew it. I'm going with Margaret. Yeah, then Mordecai said, look, just give me one more chance. I said, fine, I'll give you another chance if you admit you're jealous. I said, I'm not jealous. And I said, fine, look like you blew it again, sucker. Whoa! And then the scene cuts, and it goes to the park, and Rigby's in the computer room on the computer, watching something on the computer, and Mordecai walks in and says, Mordecai, check this out, check this out. And it's a trailer for Pajama Party Sister, Pajama Sister, whatever that movie Mordecai has tickets to. And, and and it sucks really bad because it's it's just chilled. It sounds like Mordecai going, "Why doesn't she like me?" <laughs> sitting each other with a pillow, and and it's like it sucks really bad. Pajama Sisters is bombing, but not as bad as you bombed with Margaret. Wow, three hours until my date, and it's spinning around in his little spinning chair, and then the scene cut, and it's 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 muscle man sitting at the kitchen table with Ruby and Mordecai at the fridge. So Mordecai's getting some out of the fridge. I guess it's a pop or something. And Reggie's like, hey, muscle man, you know what I like best about Margaret? She's not going out with this loser. And he points at, at, at Mordecai and muscle man goes, whoa. And, and then they both go, whoa. And, and then, and then Reggie goes, two more hours till my date. So then the scene cuts again, and they're on the couch, and they're playing this kung fu game with this lady tied up to a chair. And he goes, Ruby goes, hey, Mordecai, this is just like earlier. Where the lady like, oh, Mordecai, save me, save me. And they say, oh, I'm sorry, Mordecai, can't save you. He's too busy not asking you out. And the, the kung fu guy, the double dragon guy, punching that dude in the abs. Like yeah, he looked like Ken Shamrock. And, him, and then they fall over, and, the, and then the lady, the, the, the lady like, oh, oh Mordecai, you save me. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the people on the screen start kissing, and, and then Ruby be like blah, 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 and then and Mordecai man. Uh, may, maybe they should just go watch it because that sounds really gross the way you describe it. Oh, it was mega gross. Uh, was anyway, sticky. the scene cuts. Mordecai's watching that same static screen that he's watching on L.O. Governor and Rigby comes walking down cold with his hair and he's like, I wanted you, dude. You better call off your date with Margaret. And he goes, you know I can't call off the date with the ladies. And he says, I wanted you. This is your last chance. And he's like, no, I gotta go pick her up in 20 minutes. And this next part confuses the crap out of me. I have no idea. What's, do you, you understand what's going on me? Uh, the other guy? I have no can idea. You, can you tell what's going on at all here? You lost me at 20 minutes. Well, Mordecai says something like, it could be 20 minutes, or it could be a half hour, or maybe, maybe the date's already begun. And then Rigby flips his watch over and there's no battery in it, and Mordecai has the battery. And he's like, how could you do this? I'll find out what time it is. And he's like, no, you won't find out what time it is. And they start running through the house, and this crazy, awesome Scooby-Doo music starts playing. It's not really Scooby-Doo music, but it's like, you know, the type of music they play on Scooby-Doo chase scenes. And Mordecai's grabbing all the clocks to where Rigby can't read them all, and... And he takes them all, he throws them in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, and then Ruby's like, give me them clocks, give me them clocks. And then melting in the microwave, and Mordecai's like, no, you never find out what time it is now. And they're like, no, I gotta know what time it is. And then they hit the microwave. And at this point, the regular show become the regular show. Because bam, a rift is open in the space-time continuum. And they're flying through this really wonky tunnel of doom on this microwave. And it's like, dude, this was finally my chance to ask out Margaret. You had to, you had to betray me. And it's like, no, I didn't, dude. I just want to spend time with my bro who happened to flake out on me for some girl who doesn't even know he exists. And then pushes him. And then Mordecai goes, I kill you. And he shoves him off into the Willy Wonka Tunnel of Doom. And then Ruby like disintegrates into nothing. And it, it, it turns into like a zombie first. Yeah, and it's like, and it rots. Oh, that's nasty. You know, it's, it's just really old and like disintegrates. Yeah. And he, he kills him. Looks like the other guy. I mean, you. He said, I kill you. And, and then he does kill him. And they're like, oh, no. And he regrets his actions immediately. 
Yeah, he says, he says, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. And he starts pressing some random button on the microwave and it shoots him to the end of like this black hole thing. And he ends up at the end of time, which is just this big old room with invisible walls that looks like out of space. And he's all like, hello, knocking over crap. And you know what's echoing and all this. And he's just like, who's messing around up there? That's what he hears. And a bunch of clocks flop and they fall in this big blob and puts a hat on and it turns out it's father time long story short he's like look no i ain't bringing rigby back you killed him he got disintegrated into star stuff you wasted my time and your time and you really wasted the time of that guy you killed because he's dead now peer into my truth hole and then a big old void opens up where his stomach should be and an hourglass comes out and it turns upside down and the sand starts falling and some Jim Croce dust in the wind top crap song starts playing, you know, the acoustic guitar. And he starts seeing a montage flashback of all the memories that him and Rigby have up to this point. That's right, that's right. After my time, so the memories of this episode was Rigby wearing a cardboard box and, and, and the two pixelated people kissing on screen. And, 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 and him pushing Rigby off the microwave and disintegrating them. That, that's about it. And then the, the montage stops. Yeah, so then they come back to reality. Oh, they go, whatever. And he's like, okay, Father Time, I admit it. I was very jealous. Will you bring Rigby back? And he's like, look, house guests really annoy me, and I ain't got time for this crap. So, yeah, I'll give you one last chance. And I am tired of what you did to my freaking living room. And then he points around to this invisible space you can't see. I guess he broke everything, but it's invisible, so you can't see it. And Mordecai's like, I'm sorry. And then Father Time's like, you better be. Now, get on the space pony. Yeah, and then he's like, space pony? I don't see no space pony. He said, oh, come on, it right there. And then he gets on it because it's invisible. It's, and then the, 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 the clock then says, that's how you ride a space pony? And then Mordecai says, what? And he said, I don't know, it's just weird. Now get. And then we find out that Mordecai was sitting on it backwards because he shoots his butt out of there backwards at the speed of light. I mean, we know it's at the speed of light because Einstein's theory of kinematic time dilation states that the closer you get to the speed of light, the more time slows down in order to go backwards in time. More than likely, you're going to have to go faster than the speed of light. Well, that's really uh, out of character for you, other guy. Oh, oh well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I knew that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know that. Me, uh, little, uh, little guys from Massimo's playground talk Oh, about yeah, 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 yeah. I, I smell Tex-Mex and candy. And speaking of Tex-Mex and candy... They get back to the beginning of the show where they're watching zombie dinner party. I bet you them zombies won't need text mix and candy instead of that police officer. But I guess beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, and then, and then it plays out exactly the same way as the beginning, except for a few key differences. Mordecai's nurse said, that was awesome. And, and then Ruby said, oh my gosh, good, glad you said that. Because bam, I got two tickets to zombie dinner party. You want to go with me? And he goes, Yes, I do. And then Margaret come out, and Mordecai grabbed Ruby's coffin and said, oh, uh, Hey, Margaret, it, it looked like you got a latte on your plate. And, and she don't get it because it's a stupid joke and it makes no sense. Kind of like the one that I, the other guy, would tell. And then Ruby said, he said, You're going to have to excuse my friend, Margaret. He's having a hard time espresso himself. The same as Judge Joseph said before. And then Margaret said, Oh, he's just so funny. But then she walked off and said, Oh, man, you see how hard I make Margaret laugh? And, and then Mordecai, like, No. And they're like, Oh, you jealous, boy. And then, then Mordecai said, No. And I said, Well, maybe a little. And, and then the end, boy, that's how it ends. I'm just going to tell you something. Once again, Mordecai was a jerk to Rigby, kind of like in Meet Your Maker, except Rigby didn't deserve it this time because he wasn't really being irresponsible. Except for maybe not having a watch battery. I don't know. Who needs time? I... 
This episode is definitely somewhere between a zero and a ten, and don't you forget it. And I'm still waiting for the sequel where they race the space pony against the Teenage Mutant Engine Turtle. <laughs> and they play the shuffling madness. Oh, come on, get out of town. Ain't nobody wants to see that. We all know who the winner will be. No competition. Now, the real race would be between those two with their combined Megazord power speed versus... The Trama Train. Woo woo! All aboard! That's the real race. Nobody beats the Trama Train. Am I right? Yeah, let me hear you out there in the audience. Hey, oh! Yeah, I heard him. I heard him because I'm, I'm raw, but I can break the second wall. Or however many walls there are. Can't really count all that well. But I can still count better than you, other guy. And speaking of which, my ELA instincts are kicking in here. Oh, you mean your literal senses are tingling? Yeah, there must be a plot device nearby. And I have a feeling that's when they went to the end of time. And Father Time was like, don't you ever come back here or you will be sorry. Well, something tells me that that's a little thing that we in the literary universe like to call foreshadowing. Now what that means... It's not up to me to say. You go look it up yourself, okay? Anyway, this episode was an okay episode. It was, it was right about the same goodness as L.O. Governor. Now, hang on, I don't know if that foreshadowing pertains to us or not, because the regular show movie is not on Hulu anymore. What? Somebody write a letter to your governor, to your senator. We need to start a petition to Hulu right now. Always guard the pepperoni. Yeah, always guard the pepperoni. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. And uh, this one's episode pretty good. Uh, almost as good as L.O. Governor. And uh, they're both pretty good. We're, we're picking up some speed now in the regular show, but still going to be a while till we're getting really good side character development. Well, maybe not. There, there are a few episodes to go. Next episode, we'll cover the Appreciation Day. And then, and then we'll cover one called Peeps. It got some pretty good references there. And then one called Dizzy. And then one called My Mom. It's about Muscle Man. It gives us a little bit of a development on Muscle Man. It's a pretty good episode. And after that, we've got a block of really good episodes. My Mom's pretty good. And then the next one, High Score, that's a really good one. Rage Against the TV, that's a really good one. Party Peace, pretty damn good, too. And then Brain Russia, that one's got its moments, too. And then Benson Be Gone, I'll be done. That, that, one, that one okay, too. But I have a receipt. That one a really good one, too. And then we get another good one. This is my jam. Is that, yeah. what, is that what about the... You know all about that yeah. one. Yeah, this yeah, the one with, with summertime loving it and then parentheses loving it the summertime. Summertime loving it. Just loving it the summertime. That one. Oh, it's a good one. And then then I think after that comes Muscle Woman. That's okay. Temp check. That was... That was... I don't like the, the antagonist in that one. Jinx. I don't like the antagonist in that one, either. But they're okay episodes. See you there. That's a good one. Do me a solid. That, that one's got a weird moment in it. Yeah, Mordecai does this weird thing. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I think it's a weird way to do the number two. I don't know. Graveside. We're really, we're really getting ahead of ourselves here, though. We've we went through almost half the season. Anyway, we're getting to some good moments in this, uh, in this season. Eventually, we're going to see Pops sing Footloose. So be on the lookout for that. So until next time, everyone, I'm the other guy. I'm I'm Rob, and you've been listening to. It's just a regular show. 
about the regular show. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and I'm the other guy, too. And, and leave a like and review and, and share and, and all that crap, too. Because we got to grow. Because we broke the sick over here, boy. Why is my bass not a freaking the whole side chain to this off the wrong note? Pops, why not hold this on fire there, hot is? You see, it's, it's really bad right there. It's like, heads on the wrong note and everything. Find the engineer and fire him, I'm telling you. We may as well call this a blooper reel now. Okay, well, do you want to do rush hour, maybe? Uh, let's let's okay, do rush yeah. hour. I'm, I'm exactly. I'll be Chris. What's this crap I hear about your daughter? Fifty million dollars? Who you think you got? Just clip them. Fifty million dollars? Who you think you got, Kelsey? What's the line? Fifty million dollars? Who you think you got, Kelsey? Is it Chelsea or Kelsey? Fifty million dollars? Who you think you got, Chelsey Carter? Fifty million dollars? Who you think you got, Chelsey Grammer? Chelsea? What's the line? Fifty million dollars, who you think you got, Jeff? Clinton? Keep him on the line! Now I'm Jason jumping over a wall and falling off of it. Now I'm Jason Chen throwing a tray and hitting a guy and acting like it's not my fault. Now I'm Jason Chen drop kicking a guy into a recliner. Now I'm Jason Chen breaking a pill cue, acting like I'm really strong. Yeah, right, well, let me see your badge, buddy. Show me your badge! Show you my butt. My daddy wants to catch a bullet. Catch a catch a catch a my daughter wants to catch a bullet, catch, want to catch a bullet with bare hands. No bullcrap. They must not blah, 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 blah. You're right, man. Let's go tell them. Anything goes wrong, you bust in there, act like you ain't a la, 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 la. Man, it's cool, hot huh? us to Hong Kong. What's that line? She, she, the little no. Lee, she, 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 she,